Welcome to the Frisco Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Barron, and today I have the privilege of chatting with Leadership Prep School in Frisco. If you're not familiar, LPS, as we like to call them, is a highly regarded charter school um, in West Frisco, and they're on a mission to inspire students to learn, grow, and lead for a lifetime. They have a lot of incredible programs and curriculum that do exactly that. One of those we get to chat about today. It's a very, very impressive. Leadership Prep will be hosting their second TEDx event. And I have um, two teachers and a student who have a lot to share with us about it. And you're definitely going to want to um watch the live event when it happens online. So let's just dive in and find out all about it. Welcome to my guests. We have Laura Lee Ray, who is a teacher at Leadership Prep. We have Tony Curtis, also a teacher at Leadership Prep. And we have Shania Nagpal, a fifth grade student, which is very special that we have her here today because she's going to tell you all about what she plans to share at TEDx. Welcome. Hi, thank thanks you. for having us. Hi, thank you so much for having us. You are very welcome. It's our pleasure. So let me just back up at the beginning and just say it cannot be easy. We hear about TEDx all the time. It's a very big deal. It's all over the country, the world. How does a school in Frisco, Texas get to host a TEDx? It can't be easy. Are there a lot of rules, requirements? How did this happen? Uh, yeah, definitely a lot of rules and requirements. Uh, last year was our first year. And uh, it really just started with a brainstorm uh, about how some of us were doing little mini uh, sort of fake TED Talks in our classroom, you know, just, just to kind of make presentations seem more fun. And just one day I thought, wait a second, why are we doing fake TED Talks? Let's do a real one. And so we just went to TED.com and we looked up the requirements and submitted a, an application. And really within 30 days, they approved the application and we were in. My goodness. Well, they must have been impressed because I, again, there's, they must receive a lot of applications really, but it's special when there are students involved. That's, that changes everything. Huh? All of we adults think we have a million great things to say, but when it's kids, that's better. I want to know what they have to say. Shania's nodding her head. I can see that. You can. <laughs> She's right. Um, okay. So last year was the first one. And it was right before the COVID craziness hit, right? So you were able to have a live event at that time. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. So how many students were involved in that and how old were they? Tell me a little bit about that event. Uh, I, I believe we had 11 speakers ranging from uh, second grade through 12th grade. And, um, and really the ones that stole the show tended to be the, the younger ones. Oh yeah. Really? How cool. What kinds of things did they talk about? Do you remember? I don't mean to put you on the spot. It was like a year and a million things ago. Yeah, the younger ones, um, well, the, the TED Talks themselves were about um, overcoming, you know, hardships, which you don't think of a second grader having to overcome that much. But it was it was really inspiring talks for sure, having to just overcome, you know, negative thinking, uh, bullying, how to find that, you know, spark within yourself. But they our, our theme last year was Evolve. So all of the talks had a little something to do with how, um, you know, the evolution from one, one place to another or something like that. Um, so they ranged anywhere from talking about, you know, positivity and trying to make sure that you kind of know your worth to um, our oldest, uh, one of our seniors. Um, he talked about how to change and reform the voting that was happening at that time, wow. um, which actually became such a hot topic 
while we, you know, we're in a lockdown. Sure. <laughs> yes, it this is. past presidential election, it was it was really cool because everything that he talked about really came to fruition with like this real life event that was happening on all of our um whenever we were watching the news during the lockdown. So it was interesting, but it, it is always interesting to see how a student takes that theme and applies it to their passion talk. You know, they apply it to their own life. So the talks can be such a wide range of things. Wow. And the speaker that she's referring to, uh, Leo, yes. he had a personal connection to it because he is a self-proclaimed map nerd. <laughs> he, he creates maps for fun, specifically political maps. And he's yeah. actually published some of those maps on Wikipedia. He is a high school student and he's, you know, one of the experts in the world, you know, depending how you look at it on you know, political maps. Gosh, impressive. That's very cool. I'll have to look into that. So how did, now this year, forwarding to this year, so the theme I heard is Catalyst. How does a student get involved? So we're fortunate to have Shania here, who we're going to chat with here in a minute. But um, how many students have applied to be a speaker this year? And, and what does it require? How do they, um, what do they have to demonstrate in order to be qualified for it? So this year, because we had such a wide variety of how students were choosing to attend school. Right. We had some students that were asynchronous. We had some students that were synchronous online. And then we had some students that are in person. So we couldn't just ask teachers for recommendations. You know, we like to take what a teacher has to say to heart, but it's not the only thing we look for. You know, we don't, we tell teachers, we're looking for kids that are passionate, that are not afraid to tell you their opinions and that, you know, don't have a hard time taking a side on things. They're, they're passionate about, you know, one way or the other. Mm -hmm. um, and so you're not always looking for the top of the class, the one that's the best behaved. You know, Ted tends to invite in people that have a lot of fire in their belly for what they're talking about. Um, and so this year was a little different because it, like if a child, if a student had chose to be asynchronous, we don't see them. You know, they, they're choosing to not attend class every day, but just do their work at their own pace. And so we kind of took all of that into consideration and we took, uh, we gave a, a speaker's, it's like in Google. What was it? I think form. Thank you. Ah, oh, thanks, Shania. Google form. Shania saves the day. Shania saves the day. We set up a Google form for anybody that was interested, and we would just let them fill it out. And then we kind of, you know, Tony and I met and we went through them all. And at one, and then we decided, you know what? We're just going to let everybody try out. So at this year, we decided if somebody felt passionate enough and they wanted to come in and they wanted to audition, then we just thought, why not? It's a crazy year. Let's just do this. Yeah. You know what I, I love about that is that's one of the positive effects of the crazy weird year is that last year in person, you were limited. Your capacity was limited, right? How many speakers can we schedule in a day and how many people can we have um, on stage and and this if it's all online this year, which is very cool. And I mean, every TED talk I've ever watched, I watched online. Um, so then you can, there's really no limit, is there? So what a great opportunity. Yeah, well, we will actually have our speakers on the very same stage this year that we had last year. So we'll have all the same lighting effects and all the AV equipment that we had last time. However, the audience will be much smaller. There will only be two family members per speaker 
and, and a select number of, of teachers and staff um, that have, have been in, interested. But, you know, for COVID, we, we, we can't pack the room full of 100 people like we did last year. Right. Gotcha. Yep. Okay. So I'm just really eager, eager, eager to chat with Shania. I'm so excited to chat with you too. Thank you. You are precious. So I also have a sense that you are unbelievably intelligent already. I can already tell this and I'm eager to hear. So first of all, what made you want to do this? Why were you, you said you, this has been a dream forever. What made you want to sign up? Well, growing up, I always like to be in front of a crowd. I always like to public speak. I always like to sing. I always like to play an instrument, but I never really had the opportunity to do it in front of a lot of people and to do it in such a big program. So when my English teacher, she she was teaching us online and she said that she was a TED organizer and she gave us the link to that form. I like I knew that I had to do it because I've always wanted to do it. So I so I went downstairs after her class was over and asked my parents and they said it was a great opportunity and a great idea and so I signed up and then we did the audition and then I got in and that day I was like smiling the whole day I was so happy and so yeah and I really just love doing it it's so much fun it's been such a good experience I'm so glad so tell me about the process like how is it a lot of hard work do you have to rehearse and rehearse and rehearse tell me about that yes well, some parts are easy and some parts are hard. Like signing up was pretty easy, but then making the whole speech was really pretty hard because you had to pick the right words. You had to make something that made sense. You had to add humor. You had to make it something that people would find interesting. And another thing that I found hard was like picking the topic because there were like so many things that like, you could do anything. And then you had to pick something you were passionate about. And like, I'm passionate about so many things so it took me like two days to pick a topic and yeah it was really hard but it was so much fun are you able to share with us what your topic is going to be or is that under wraps well my topic is virtual reality and augmented reality and how you can escape a world if you have problems or violence and go into some some place where you feel safe and excited and happy and with virtual reality and augmented reality you can go to like a whole new world like if you're in america you can go to france or you can go to well anywhere you can go to india dubai the desert it's just like teleportation. And I think that's so cool. <laughs> it is. That's very cool. I can't wait to hear. So how long is your speech going to be? Do you know? Have you figured that out? 10 to 11 minutes. 15. Yeah, 15. <laughs> the audition video was like 20 minutes. But then we sort of limited it down. She has a lot to say. Yeah, I have a lot to say. <laughs> so, you know, I've just, I told you this at the beginning. I am an editor. That's what I do. And that can be very hard, especially when it's yourself, to self-edit. Because every word feels so important. And, oh, I want to say that and that and that and that. And it's very hard to cut things out. But it sounds like you're learning a lot about how to keep the audience engaged and what do they need to hear and maybe not need to hear. And that's a good, that's a, a great thing to learn. You know, as you continue through school and then you go to college, you're going to be writing papers and that's going to be a great skill. Mm -hmm. I cannot wait to hear. So do you have, um, you, there must be some of your peers and friends involved as well. What are some of the other topics we're going to get to hear? Do you know? 
Yes, there's like such a huge variety of topics. Like there's so many, like every different type of thing. There's just a topic for that. There's beauty within. There's like how golf can teach you life lessons, change making, positivity and kindness, finding your inner voice. Like there's just homelessness. There's so many different topics. And I'm so excited for you to hear all of them. I am too. And you're going to be famous. You're going to be on YouTube. Oh, I wanted to be famous. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't think of a better place to be famous than on your school's page, where I know you're very proud to be a student there. They're so proud of you. So that is going to be fun. I promise I'm going to watch for sure. So I'm going to jump back to your teachers for a second, and then I would love to chat with you again in a second. So um, as teachers, what do you see coming out of these students that, you know, the effect that this opportunity and this experience may have on on your little speakers and all this hard work they're doing? Well, we've already seen a ton of growth in them during the rehearsal process. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, uh, you know, we're, we're chipping away at the talks, you know, we're uh, telling them to do more of this and less of that. And, and, uh, and they're just taking the, the advice and running with it. And um, some of the humor they, they've come up with, like, I don't even think they realized it was funny when they said it, but but as soon as, as soon as as soon as they did, it's like, oh, we got to really focus on that, and we need a picture of a shark behind you on the screen when you say that because that is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't even consider that. Their self esteem just goes yeah. through the roof. I mean, when they're getting up on stage and they're seeing that they're able to overcome that fear, and not only that, just their the passion that they have about the topics that they speak about. And then we also encouraged them this year because they were limited to, you know, with all the COVID and everything, we encouraged um, this year's students to call people in the community. You know, if they were writing about a certain topic like homelessness, to call organizations in Frisco and talk to them about how they're combating this, especially during COVID. So you have very young students who are calling the heads of organizations. They were having Zoom calls with them. And so, you know, one of the parents of one of the girls speaking this year said um, she noticed at church, her daughter would just go up to older people and she was no longer afraid to just have a conversation with them. And she had never seen that before. So I think that's really cool. This that self-confidence that they gain from learning how to speak to other people. Absolutely. I think, I mean, I'm still working on that. And I'm a whole lot older than she and I am. <laughs> so, uh, that's very impressive. And yes, that, that will serve you well. And it's great to have confidence and to challenge yourself. I was thinking about um, just the mere fact that you have to memorize it, right, Shania? You have to completely have memorize, to memorize it. it a lot. Yeah. Like, a lot. No index cards on the TED stage. Yeah. We say that so no, much. <laughs> yeah, there's no teleprompter. There's nothing. And it, it struck me when you said, uh, Tony, about the shark image <laughs> behind. I Tell me about the, the digital side of this and what's going on to help, you know, make it fun and the production side. Oh, well, the, you know, as in most... Uh, TED Talks, there often will be a projection screen behind them. Mm-hmm. And of course, they, they never turn around to look at it. They're always facing the audience. And f- we're very fortunate to have an auditorium here that has that setup with a, a large screen behind our TED speakers. But at the back of the room, there is a big screen TV that's mounted on the wall that's large enough so they can see their own slides while looking forward above the, the heads of the audience. Uh-huh. So, um, you know, we're, we're training them to watch those slides, not watch the ones behind them. And, and again, w- with Ted, it's not like a standard PowerPoint. You'll, you'll never see, 
you know, a list of bullet points that your audience has to try to read along with. It's always a simple, beautiful graphic imagery that just adds value to the words that are coming out of their mouth. So we're, you know, we're teaching them to, to communicate both verbally and visually at the same time. And of course, we're also teaching them about copyright and creative commons and make sure that we have the rights to use the images that are on there. Cause once you're on YouTube, you know, uh, there are thousands of people who are going to see this, including maybe the owner of that copyright. <laughs> right. That's a valuable lesson. Oh, wow. Okay. So I, um, again, so eager, Shania, to hear your, your speech coming up here real soon. Tell us, please, when the event is, um, any, any, whoever wants to chime in, when is the event and how can we support it? Since we can't go in person, but we absolutely want to see all these cool, hardworking kids. How can we do that? The event is on April 24th, and then uh, it'll come out on YouTube. So I suppose you can support it by watching us and giving us views and liking our videos. Absolutely. And, 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 and smashing the like button. Yeah, smash the like button. <laughs> smash the like button. I like it. And share it and tell others. Absolutely. So should I tell me, I'm going to ask you one last question. What do you like about your school leadership prep? I love everything, but something I like the most is the people here. They're just so nice, and so are the teachers. Like, these two <laughs> teachers are so nice. They're, like, incredible. They teach us all, like, everything, and they're also TEDx organizers, so that's just, like, a plus. <laughs> and then but all the teachers and the people, they're all so nice, and also I love all the things you can do here. Like, there's different events that you can do, like TED. There was a leadership summit previously and there's also a bunch of classes and stuff there's like in my old school there wasn't any spanish but there's spanish here which i think is cool there's fitness fundamentals yes there's robotics <laughs> which was one of my favorite favorite classes he taught it so it was also really better with him right right, right. gotta say that yes Gotta yeah. plug my robotics class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Tony Curtis is the robotics teacher, and Laura Lee Ray is the uh, English teacher, a English teacher there. So yes, are they are they both your teachers then, Shania? You have both. Awesome. Well, how fun. How special that they're also helping you with this other huge goal that you have with TEDx. Well, I just am so proud. I think it's amazing that right here in Frisco, we've got TEDx. Is it TEDx Youth? Technically, is that what we call it? Is that right? right? Yes, that's what I thought. So that's pretty special. And uh, you all should be very proud of Shania. Keep on rehearsing. I know you're going to nail it. You're going to do a great job. And I'm very no. eager to hear it. You're going to do great. Mm -hmm. uh, well, I appreciate um, each of you sharing with us about the event because, uh, again, I just I think it's very unique uh, to Frisco. And these kids are working so hard. And uh, it's very something we're very proud of for you. So thanks for giving us all the details. Absolutely. Thanks for having us. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you all. Congratulations, Shania, on your great Thank opportunity. You. You're very welcome. <laughs> <laughs>